0: And now, Lord, we come to your word. May we once again, Lord, understand what you have planned for us and how important it is on how we live our life today and how it relates to the day when we will reign with Christ. So encourage our hearts and speak, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, if you'll take your Bibles with me tonight, we're continuing our series, Reigning with Christ, but I want to pick up in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, if you'd go there with me, excuse me, Uh, I need some water, Um But uh, 1 Corinthians 6, there are different portions of Scripture where the Apostle Paul speaks of what will occur after the rapture, after we are all home with the Lord. And he gives us a glimpse here in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 as he talks to the church. And he was dealing with a situation where people, brothers and sisters in the church, were taking each other to court. And that's the worst thing that could have been, been done. And uh, I don't know if you have, have been through that or seen that where a believer has taken another believer to court. And what that does to the name of Christ and to, to the body of Christ and to the to the um, the glory of God and his reputation, but look at what he says then, so he he encourages them this way, First Corinthians chapter six, verse one. Does any one of you, when he has a case against his neighbor, dare to go to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints <clears throat> Or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is judged by you, are you not competent to constitute the smallest law courts? And then he goes a step further in verse 3. Do you not know that we shall judge angels? how much more matters of this life how much more matters of this life so paul comes to them and he basically says to the church why are you going to the ungodly the ungodly uh, court system the worldly court system who doesn't isn't governing with righteousness when i have given you Wisdom and understanding in the church, and so that you can judge each other in the church rather than go to the secular world. And then he he says, "Here's a reason why. Do you not know? First of all, that the saints will judge the world, and judging the world again uh, that." That includes that reigning with Christ. That is where this refers to. It's the day we will be under the government of our Lord Jesus Christ. When he returns after the, after the tribulation period, the rapture has taken place. Tribulation period, we believe, will, will occur then for seven years. Jesus will return with us, with the saints riding on horses behind him, and come to earth, and we will return... He will set his foot on, on um, the Mount of Olives, and it will split in two. And at that point, Jesus will become king of all the earth, king of kings and lord of lords, even though he is that now. But he's coming that way to conquer all his enemies, put all his enemies under his footstool. And then he, once he comes, he is going to set up uh, a new government A righteous government, which we read about uh, throughout different portions of the Old Testament, where the, the, the prophets spoke of what kind of government that would be. That the Messiah who will reign, he will reign physically on the earth. It says he will reign with a rod of iron and in righteousness, which means his kingdom is going to be righteous. There's not going to be any mistakes. Nobody's going to get a bad rap in a courtroom. But here's the thing. We find, according to this verse, that you and I are going to be part of Jesus' government. How he's going to put us, where he's going to put us, we don't know any of that. But we do know this. He's going to appoint us to judge the earth under his government. Just like people are appointed today, judges, and senators, and, and and those who make decisions over the government. You and I will be given those positions. And I believe that those positions, uh, many of them will be based on the rewards that we have stored up in heaven. And I believe some of those rewards will be like a position in the kingdom of, of a certain place, of a certain governing area of the kingdom. Remember, Jesus will come, and he'll, he'll lift the curse. Death will still be, be present. People will still die, but they'll live longer. But he'll lift the curse so much so that it will be much uh, like the days of the Garden of Eden uh, across the earth. But here we find out that we are going to be judges. We're going to judge the world in Christ's kingdom. But not only are we going to judge the world, which means the world of humanity, those who come out of the, the tribulation period, the humans who come out of the tribulation period, and then remember we talked about it, they have children, who the children then, many of them, they still have sin. The, the humans that come out of the tribulation period have survived They will be all believers who enter into the millennial kingdom, but they still they were saved at one point in their life. They were saved, but they still carry the seed of sin. The old nature hasn't been eradicated yet. And so because they're still human, they haven't had the glorified bodies, they go into to the millennial kingdom, they produce children, and those children will have the, the corruptible seed of Adam still. And then many of them, over that 1,000-year reign of Christ, will, will begin to, that, that sin nature will just begin to take hold. And we, there will be those who will trust Christ during the millennial kingdom and, and give their heart to him and be saved, but there will be others who will maybe pretend to be uh, obedient to his righteous government. But in reality, in their hearts, they hate Jesus. They will grow to hate him and despise him, and they want him off the throne. And that is why at the end of the thousand-year reign of Christ, do you remember what happens? All the nations of the world come around Jerusalem where Jesus is sitting on his throne and other, uh, at that time too, we, we know that the, uh, the apostles, the 12 apostles, will, be reign, uh, will be, have thrones and they will be reigning over the 12 tribes of Israel in Israel. But you and I will be dealing with the Gentiles as uh, reigning under Christ. But then all these nations, you can't even count how many the multitudes are that show up at Jerusalem to overthrow Jesus. And they all come together, Gog and Magog, and suddenly when they get there, God sends down fire from heaven. Boom. That's it. They're all burned up. And at that point, Jesus' uh, enemies are finally gone. And at that point, it is then the judgment of the unbelievers uh, through all, all time will be brought forth, raised from the dead, and there will be the great white throne judgment. And then we head off into eternity where we read in Revelation, God's going to create a new heaven and a new earth. Isn't that wonderful? It's A new heaven, new earth. But somewhere along the line here, it says there, Paul says, remember this too. You're going to judge angels as well. You're going to judge angels angels as well. And so <clears throat> we, find, we find out that we're, this is some of the judging that we are going to do. But how does this, how does our reigning with Christ, uh, how is that affected by my life right now? By what I'm doing? Does, does my life today have any effect on my reigning in that day. And I believe the Scriptures are clear on it. And uh, first, I w- let's turn to First Corinthians here, chapter 3. So let's go back, First Corinthians chapter 3. <clears throat> and let's pick it up at verse 9. First Corinthians three verse nine. Paul continues with the church here. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. According to the grace of God, which has which was given to you to me, as a wise builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building upon it. But let each man here. Here's the key. End of verse 10. But let each man be careful how he builds upon it, upon the, upon the foundation that, that uh, Paul laid, which is the, the gospel, the gospel of grace and salvation. Because here's the foundation, verse 11. For no man can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So we, we as believers all have the foundation of Jesus Christ underneath us. He is our salvation. He is our foundation. So now that I, once I'm saved, I begin to build a house. You begin to build a house. And a spiritual house. But, it's, but I'm actually building it by my deeds. And so that's why Paul now speaks of this building upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. He talks about the various Materials that can be used to build our house on Earth right now. And when I think of Denny and, and his, his roof, you know, you just think, well, what if you put straw up there? Would that work, Denny? that keep the rain out? Okay. So that would be the wrong kind of material. That's exactly what Paul is pointing to here then. Now, verse 12. If any man builds upon the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay or straw or stubble, okay? so he's, he, he, he he lays down there some you know <coughs> some things that are used for building houses, but he's using these uh, spiritually to s- symbolize uh, different deeds that we do in the body, okay? And so we'll, we'll come back to verse 12 in a second. He says, he says, now, if anyone builds using these materials, verse 13, each man's work will become evident for the day will show it. What day is that? It's the day when I stand before the Bema Seat, the judgment seat of Christ, and I stand as, as a believer. This is not whether or not I'm going to hell or not because I know I'm, I'm, I'm a child of God. I'm standing before my Savior. But this, this is uh, the day of accounting where Jesus is going to bring up all my, the works of my life, and he's going to open the books, and then he's going to say, okay, Larry, Let me see how you built your house in in the life and the time that I gave you. See, and it doesn't matter how long, because some of us only have a short time, if we live a short life, to build the house, the spiritual house. Others can live, like Betty Atkins, 100 years, and she had all those years to build but God looks both the same. God is the one that, that lots allots out the time of our life. But it's what we do with the time that we have on what what we build with. He says, each man's work will become evident. And you know, Paul had, in for the day will show it. And Paul already talked to the, or will be talking to the Corinthians later about the judgment seat of Christ, where... Uh, you know, a man is going to be judged by his works. Because it is to be revealed with fire, and the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. The fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. So understand this, that on that day when I'm standing alone before Jesus Christ, and it's one-on-one, and he's looking at me he's going to take what i have done in this life and he has a, a special divine fire that is going to that is able to test my works and some of the works are made uh, will i have built on earth, on earth my spiritual building some of them will be made with Gold, silver, back, back to verse 12. Gold, silver, and precious stones, right? Those are, those are the good materials. That's building with the best you can get. So there may be some I built with, with gold, silver, and precious stones. And those are the good deeds that I did in the name of Jesus Christ. Those are the deeds that I did to glorify him. Those are the deeds I did w- without a selfish motive. Those are the deeds I did without a proud heart. So I'm it. And I do everything I do is for my own glory and for, my, my, uh, for the praise of man. But he's going to judge that. But if I gave a cup of cold water to a child in his name, you know what that is? That's gold. That is gold. And that's something that the Lord looks on. The way we treat children, the way we love children, the way we, we care for them and give them the gospel, and we care about, about their souls. Think of the rewards, those of you here tonight, you've worked with children. What you've done in ministering to those children, you've built your house with gold and silver, and precious stones. That when that fire fire tests it in that day, it will not be burned. But it will stand pure, and the Lord will look at it, and you will receive reward because of what you use to build with, because of that ministry. And we could go on and on with... It could be some of you who, excuse me, by... Uh, You know, doing something for someone else, another believer, when they are in need, and you you decide, I'm going to go over and help that person, or I'm going to do something to to, to them, but I don't want anybody to know about it. I don't want uh, the right hand to know what my left hand is doing. And so the person, the individual, maybe it's one of you here tonight, you've done that to a brother and sister in Christ who are in need of something And you went and met that need. Whatever need that is, you have just built with gold, silver, and precious stones. And that deed will be tested by God's fire, the Lord Jesus' fire, and it will stand. It will remain. How wonderful. And I know many of you, as I look at you out here tonight, I've seen your works, many of you. Now, the only the Lord knows your heart, whether you did it out of a pure motive or not, but the Lord knows that. But I have seen you, and I've heard of many of you, who you don't know I've heard about you, but I've heard wonderful things, accounts of where you did something for someone else, or you ministered, or you, you were ministering, did a, a ministering in the church, or or was serving the Lord somehow, or serving the brother and sister in Christ, or going to a hospital, visit a a brother or sister who's sick, just showing a love to a hurting uh, brother and sister in Christ, just loving them and encouraging them in their pain. I've seen that. Many of you have been building with the gold, silver, and bronze. But then he says this fire will test the quality. Notice the end of verse 13. It will test the quality of each man's works. Again, it'll test the materials. If each man's work, which he has built upon it, remains, he shall receive what? Do you see it there? A reward. So if what he's built upon remains, after it's been tested by fire, that means that it's been built with gold, silver, or precious stones. Therefore, you and I will receive a reward because our work, our quality of work was uh, was tested and found good. And, and uh, you want to see some good quality work? Go down to our kitchen downstairs. If you want to look at, the, you know, he, he, I know he doesn't want me to do this, but John Regal over there, yeah, uh, he was the one that did our kitchen, you know, and and f- rebuilt that down there, and and so you see his fingerprints everywhere. Uh, and oh, we're still not finished. Okay, let me reel that button back in for a second. Okay, we'll find. Let me pick someone else. But no, but what is done already? is is top of the line. He did it for the Lord, but it's top of the line work with top of the line materials. But you see, he, he doesn't want any... And Lord, I pray I'm not taking away his reward, okay? Because I'm pointing him out. But no, this is not to build you up or to praise you, John. But what I'm saying is, I know that you did that without... Many people not noticing. With many people, just, you know, you went about your business and you said, This is for the Lord, and you did that. What you did down there, you, we could see physically that you used the best materials. But spiritually, John used gold, silver, and precious stones down there when he was doing it for the Lord and you know what every day every day I've got to look in the mirror and I say Lord I have to look at the Lord what am I building with I have to do an inventory of the material I'm carrying in my life and Lord am I doing this for me Am I doing it for my own glory or or for the praise of men or for something else or for money or anything else? Or, Lord, am I doing it with a pure motive out of love for you and a love for your people? And that my motives are going to be judged that day. And so I have to, every day, I have to make sure and say, Lord, forgive me. I have to confess sin. Forgive me. Today I realize that I built with what the cheap stuff the cheap stuff and that's what he says, speaks about here in verse 12 the rest of it after the gold silver and precious stones he then says or if a man builds with wood hay and straw what happens to wood hay and straw if you light a match to it <laughs> yep poof goodbye it's gone Look at verse 15 then. If any man's work is burned up, he shall suffer loss. So if it's built with wood, hay, or stubble, spiritually, my, spirit, my works on earth, it, 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 it was not done for the glory of God. He shall suffer loss. I would suffer loss. And this is talking about believers. This is not talking about salvation now. Okay? Because we'll see that in just a moment. Because we can't lose our salvation, according to the Scriptures. If any man's work is burned up, that means he he used a lot of the cheap stuff. Wood, hay, straw, stubble. He'll suffer a loss. What loss is that? Not loss of salvation, because we're going to see he keeps that. But it's a loss of rewards. And no doubt it would be a loss of uh, of position and and uh, reward that God will give me and the Lord Jesus will give me when I am in the millennial kingdom and I'm, I'm finally there and I'm robed in his righteousness and I'm glorified and I'm re- I've been chosen to reign under him. But if if much of my work has been built up, I'm going to be going in there and and the Lord in the, at the judgment, He's is going to look at me and say, "I'm sorry, you. I could I could have put you in charge of this country over here, but but you see, I've got the record here that you were building with the wrong material, and then it's too late. I'll be in the kingdom, but I won't have the rewards or the position that I could have had had I built for the glory of God and with the right motives. And notice. There, the the rest of verse 15. First, if any man's work is burned up, he shall suffer loss, but, and there's a great word, but he himself, himself shall be what? Saved. He himself shall be saved, yet so as through fire. What's Paul saying there? He's saying, this is a believer standing at the judgment seat of Christ. The fire comes upon his work and will test him, but the fire will also test his faith. And when, because our faith is secure in Christ, that when the fire fire of God will test that faith, it says here, he himself shall be saved. There's, there's no in-between. It's not he might be saved, or some will and some won't be saved. He says that they will be saved. This person, maybe you've built your whole life with the cheap stuff, but and you get to heaven, but you're going to be saved, and you go into heaven and, and be in the kingdom, the millennial kingdom one day, and if, and your salvation is the foundation Jesus Christ. And no fire can, can burn up your salvation where you stand in Christ. So this is such a beautiful passage for us, but it's it tells us everything. Um, it tells me so much about what the Lord is expecting of me while I still have time. Because I don't know if I'm going to see tomorrow I could have another heart attack and down I'd go. Then my building's done. And then what am I going to say to the Lord when I look back? As as we go into this week, let us say, Lord, show me where I'm building with the wrong kind of material. Lord, show me how to build with the gold, and silver, and the precious stones that when the fire is tested, it's tested by fire, it will bring praise and honor and glory to you, and it will remain. And then the Lord Jesus will give reward because of that faithfulness. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord for revealing to us, Lord, what our lives mean right now and how important it is that we live the right way and build the right way as it concerns eternity and it concerns our reigning with Christ in the millennial kingdom. Father, thank you for each one here, Lord, that has been building with the precious materials of gold, silver, and precious stones. Father, we know their reward is great in heaven. Father, keep us from building with the wood, hay, and straw. And may we do it all, what we build, we'll do it all for your glory and to the praise and honor of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we ask all this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.